Hey, everybody. Um, I know that we're recording this on Saturday, uh, September 10th, but earlier this week, we learned that, unfortunately, the Queen of England, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, unfortunately passed away. Um, those of you who are listening within the Commonwealth, we do send, we send our, we are, none of us are, none of us are in the Commonwealth, but we do send our condolences. Um we're, we are planning not to be insensitive about it in this, in any of our media or official quest information. So if you if you have any concerns that people are being insensitive, please bring it up to quest staff. Um, we will act on it because it can technically be construed as a policy violation. But yeah, we send our condolences. She will be missed. And hopefully uh, King Charles will live up to the name so anyways uh on to status quo i guess <laughs> on that yeah welcome to status quo uh on this episode of status quo tragically wnyc seems to have murdered lawson he's not here today quo 35 mourns the loss of lawson environment canada stations send their send their condolences we've lost him my friends he's no longer here <laughs> and on to the podcast welcome to the guessing podcast Iron deficiency will do that to you. Yeah, iron deficiency will do that to you. But yeah, welcome to the Glassy Run podcast for episode 15. We got a lot to talk about today. We got the four big boys here, boys and girls here. So we got me, Anna, (laughs) Gabriel (laughs) McMillan, and Marley. (laughs) I was about to say the usual suspects. Hey, Cam. The usual suspects. suspects. Yeah. AKA the, the executive producer and the three slate producer. I mean, sorry. No, nah, the executive lower level fuck boys. Yeah, the oh, lower level. You want to say that I'm a lower level fuck boy? First of all, I'm not a boy. <laughs> Second of all, this episode is sponsored by WACN Technologies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. Oh, my God. All right. We so we've got a lot to talk about this episode. There's yeah. quite a bit, and Cam can run us over that real quick. Yeah, let's get let's get through a quick look through of all the topics here. So the run main, us over, Cam. So in no you? particular order, we got uh, Apple Emergency SOS via satellite. We got the United Kingdom implementing WIA starting in October. And then we got iPods 4.01 update. And then an FCC proposal for EAS regarding changes. Yeah, there's a lot uh, on that one. That one's gonna take oof. a long time. <laughs> That's gonna take a while. And and I, I won't say I'm very happy about all of it either. A few hundred years later. Yeah. A few hundred years later. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. So how's it gonna yeah. feel? Oh yeah. Yeah. How's it gonna feel? You guys might want to buckle up for a long one here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buckle, buckle up, up. Get some popcorn. Get buckle, bu- you know, buckle. buckle up, get some popcorn, pop the popcorn. Buckle up, get some popcorn, and hit that subscribe button on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and make sure you cook the fire corn. Oh, the fire. Make corn. sure you cook the popcorn on top of the. Make sure you cook the popcorn on top of the wild on top of the wildfires that are currently happening in my region. Jesus. I walked yeah. outside today. There was ash falling from the sky. That was yeah. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's boy. not a good time. The whole the for those who don't really know, uh, the entire northwest of the United States is on fucking fire, and nobody's yeah. talking about it. It kind of reminds me Love of it the when that whole happened. Australia situation that happened in twenty twenty. Yeah, 
Just Pacific more Pacific Northwest rain. Yeah, more like fire. Pacific North Pacific Northwest fire. We got yeah. the opposite. Pacific North yeah, so death. And <laughs> <laughs> a primary entry point system has issued a fucking die warning. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. The primary <laughs> entry point system alert. has issued a fucking kill yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I guess we can get into the first major topic, especially on the topic of death and being in the middle of nowhere. Yep, I was uh, going to so say that. Apple special. Uh, uh, that's a good nice that's segue. A horrible, that's a horrible segue. <laughs> horrible segue. But, to our sponsor. So, no, I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> WACN no, Technologies. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But yeah, so September okay. 7th. Uh, so, this, so this would be Wednesday uh, compared to the day that we're recording this. Uh, there was the Apple special event. Where they released uh, the new iPhone 14 series, Apple Watch series, and one of the coolest features on any phone, arguably, is emergency SOS via satellite. So uh, this is I'm, I'm going to say the... it right now. If they would have somehow done this, okay, I don't know if it's totally possible, but if they would have done this with you know Starlink, there wouldn't be this whole point your phone. You point your phone to no, find a satellite and use half would. your battery. Yeah. It's well, still yeah, okay, it's maybe, one, but one it would be a lot why we better. Want it. One of the reasons why we kind of wanted Evan to be here because Evan explained to us pretty well how the uh, antenna gets how probably the iPhone oh. pulled it off. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I can yeah. I can explain it. Can because, we? You yeah, know, get Evan's not rundown. the only radio dude. <laughs> yeah, Anna, let's yeah, so get a quick I guess, I guess let's that. continue. Well, we'll get to oh. that in a moment. So, uh, okay. so emergency SOS via satellite is compatible with the new iPhone 14 series, so that includes mm -hmm. the iPhone 14, 14 Plus, 14 Pro, and 14 Pro Max. It is free for two years from activation of your phone, and that starts in November. And it allows for mm -hmm. emergency communication when away from other methods such as cellular, Wi-Fi, or basically anything. And it's uh, it's kind of marketed as a last resort. And so, honestly, it does so kind of suck for that the, they put it. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to get on to the provider, but go ahead. I was just going to say, it does kind of suck that they put it behind a paywall. But first of all, you're getting two years free. Second of all, it's like if you get one of those, um, I don't even, I forget what they're called, but they're like literally for people that go out in the middle of nowhere, you pay a subscription anyways, and you have to activate it. So it's kind of like it's on your phone oh, and you're getting the convenience. Yeah, well, yeah, that, but also one of the satellite beacons, you're literally getting this just, this it through your phone, which masses. is so convenient. Yeah, it's so convenient. Yeah. So it's like totally worth so yeah. it in my mind. Yeah, the it's free for two years from activation. We don't know of any pricing or if it's even going to be available after two years. Yeah, but the satellite provider is Global Star. One of the, I oh, believe they have yeah. twenty. They have they have twenty four satellites meant purely for communication. They're utilizing. They, band they also have a pretty good N53. track record. I've heard. They do. And so one of the coolest things I think as part of it is the UI helps the user point their iPhone in a specific direction to the satellite. I that's just that's just kind of cool for the the technology, especially mm -hmm. in like a small device like an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Being able it, it has to be a uh, I don't even know. Anna could explain that more, but that's I think that's just one of the coolest points where you can just integrate software so that so closely to those antennas to be able to get the so location data. So I was talking to Evan about this and Evan and I were kind of like figuring out how they would do it like in real time. So basically the way that we think that they're doing it is so whenever you're talking to a satellite, you need a certain way of pointing your antenna at the satellites mm -hmm. called um, circular polarization. So think of it like whenever you're using a antenna, 
Um, you know how normally you have like a stick antenna and it's either up or down or side to side. Yeah. You don't normally have anything other than that. However, there is a third that, that, that is called um, vertical and horizontal um, polarization. Polarization is basically the direction. Um, there is a, another mode, kind of mode, of them where it is circular. The antenna is circular. It's circular polarization. Which is the same way that uh, that Starlink does it, correct? Um, because the, the satellite dish yes, is circular. Yeah, no. in a, to, a, um, to a point. Starlink is different. Um, but circular polarization, normally you'll see like helical. They're, they look really cool. But the iPhone obviously doesn't have a big screw-off antenna coming out of it. Yeah, so exactly. So and I sat down... And the way that we were thinking that they're doing it is, first of all, it asks you all the questions beforehand. So they pre, it basically pre-caches all the, the message that you're making because it's not like an yeah. active phone call. It, it's just basically a beacon. It's it SMS. uses GPS. Yeah, it's GPS. So it finds it finds where your location is via GPS because there's always GPS satellites. Like especially if you're on the in the middle of a mountain, like the example they were giving, there's yeah, exactly. obviously GPS satellites visible. Abundant. Um, and then, so it will get your GPS location. And it'll ask you a couple questions like, "Are you hurt? Is anybody else hurt? Um, are like, you stranded? What's the, what's the emergency?" And then what it does is it tells you, "Point your phone here," and it tells you to point it at the satellite. And basically, what it will do is. You're pointing your phone, and what the phone does, from what we can tell, we don't have an idea if this is exactly, we don't have any data sheets, but the phone uses something called a phased array. It is where you have multiple antennas set up in a very specific way, where you can basically, using each antenna, um, let, let's say you have six antennas in a circle inside the iPhone. Yeah. You don't really need them in a circle. You just have six antennas, maybe in like a grid, mm -hmm. grid array, or that would be nine antennas. But, you know, point is, what you can do is you can selectively power each individual antenna to basically transmit in a circle. Um, yeah. So you mm -hmm. can emulate a circle, a circular polarization. In fact, um, they have some like kind of satellites and stuff that will do this. Um or not satellite. Well, they have satellites. They have radar. In fact, it is the exact same concept of how freaking um, Doppler radar works. But so basically, what you're doing is whenever you point this at it, it turns those 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 um, those transmitters inside the phone up to eleven. That's why it freaking kills half your battery. So it turns them yeah. up to eleven. And then it transmits at full power, making a circular, um, emulating a circular antenna. That's what we you know, can think. I mean, uh, if Evan I know was we here, you could explain it better. Information about it, but do you know what, yeah. like, how much power that would be, like, would be needed a lot. to be able to transmit from a phone? <laughs> um, like, do you know, like, yeah. any like wattage range that you would you would probably guess? Well, um, you can hit satellites with a relatively. It depends on where the satellite is. Like, you can hit satellites pretty damn easily um for example yeah. you can use a five watt baofeng to hit a satellite yeah exactly <laughs> you no. have to have a i think i've heard you, you stories have have of a... people doing it with one watt yeah oh yeah you like i've i've hit the i've hit the iss using five watts using a, a big antenna but normally if you seen see anybody kind of communicating with the iss they'll have a circularly polarized antenna 
that they'll just sit in a parking lot pointing it directly at yeah, the exactly. ISS, which is yeah. essentially what your phone's doing. It's telling you, point it here towards these things. And you can use like one watt of power to hit to hit it. Of course, you're not going to be coming in. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not going to be coming in with um, that, that freaking like studio quality, but it's just enough. And yeah, here's and, the thing. And, yeah, and I, I'm guessing that's probably why yeah. Apple chose to do well message only. Here, yeah, here's that. That's the exact because yeah, thing. it's packet radio. You can't really do a whole yeah. lot of anything else with packet radio. Well, um, whenever it comes to the ISS, they have both packet and voice. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, but then again. Some normally people on who are walking around are transmitting with freaking tens of watts, which you're not going to yeah, get exactly. that on an they iPhone. Yeah, exactly. They have customized equipments. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get that on an iPhone. The iPhone can probably maybe max transmit one watt. I, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try and look it up. I, I'm probably not going to come up with anything, but it probably can only do I'm like sure a max. I'm sure someone of, will like, figure it out once yeah. the phone actually releases. But yeah. Um, from from what what we can tell, there it may just be a um, it may just be freaking two antennas. It could just be two one one that's like this and one that that's like that. So so yeah. one that's vertical and one that's horizontal because you can you can emulate circular just with that because if you have this if you have this one transmitting like this and this one transmitting like this you can have them transmitting at the same time like that and yeah. You can create yeah, a circular yeah, pattern. And, and if it is... So there's no video is, on this oh. podcast, but what Anna was trying to show was a vertical polarization and a horiz- uh, horizontal polarization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just and imagine that, a cross. It, be, it, it can make the, it can make the, uh, um, the, the signal yeah. circular and send it up that way. Imagine, imagine, a, uh, imagine a graph where you have like your four quadrants and you have the T in the center. Like if you're on a graphing yeah. calculator, it's like that. But so, instead, so, but with that, you have your vertical and your horizontal, and it creates a creates a circle. So if it is, hey. if it is, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, phased array. That is actually quite impressive because, like you were saying, Cam, phased array is what the uh, the what Starlink uses, and that was that alone, like something on a, a consumer level. Phased array is some pretty big technology uh. to pack into something like that. Uh, no, and not yeah, really. Like Apple, Starlink has it, it is how actually. many antennas? Yeah, that's true. Um, but if, ag- if they're pulling uh, something like that off really. in an iPhone, <laughs> uh, a lot okay. more than you think. I may uses stand phaser, corrected. Phaser but... array. Yeah. Okay. As somebody who does radio, a lot more than you think uses phased array. Um, yeah. Like I guess it's lot. just more impressive that that Apple could pull off well, talking to a satellite on uh, an iPhone. Thinking about it, it's probably not phased array because phased array is also very expensive. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's what it, I meant. It's, it's probably just a, a horizontal and vertical antenna inside the thing. Thinking about it, yeah. Or who um, knows? <laughs> Knowing Apple, they may be doing something crazy like using the freaking wireless charging pad <laughs> as a transmitter. I don't know. No, for real though. No, but back no, to they, back they, to the protocol. Wouldn't that way. Be surprised. That yeah. wouldn't work no. very well. <laughs> it wouldn't, but it's Apple. You could be surprised, honestly. Yeah. But back to back to the protocol and everything. So then basically, again, in the demo it is that Apple they we're talking about, yeah, back back to the demo uh, and the protocol. So in the demo, they they showed off basically instead of like text messaging or anything, there is that option, but that's like way later, I think. And if you, uh, I I don't know, they showed something I similar to, to text get messaging. to emergency SOS via satellite. You have to try to. Yeah. Call nine one one by a normal yeah. Means. But then it'll be like trying to connect, and then oh, 
we can't connect. would you like to yeah but basically so in the demo it was like select there were like options like something like five options like is someone hurt are there multiple people hurt is anyone hurt is are, are you in mountainous terrain is it like, is you know it, so it's like yeah, options like, is there like and then they can compress that, that mm-hmm. could yeah and then they, they can they can compress that into a very small data packet to send off so that's how they're accomplishing something like that um, yeah, yeah, and then and I, I was looking more into it. There's a lot of data that they're sending. They're sending uh, your medical ID through Apple Health. They're sending yeah. your location through GPS. They're sending your emergency information. Yeah. And the thing, the thing that I found out about it is it actually transmits your. It has to do some. It has to be an identifier for your Apple ID because it also yeah. shows your location on Find My. Huh. That's cool. To to, well, to family members that are looking for you, it'll show that this was updated via satellite. Well, it it that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a lot of information there. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, it is just it's it's it, there's a lot of different things that it's sending. A out. lot, a lot. Here, here's one thing that they can do. A lot of that information can be stored in the cloud. So, like, yeah, your yeah, your health stuff and all that ID. can, yeah, all that stuff can be stored in the cloud. And then the the only thing that it will send as the packets would be like um, the. It'll just are. since since they're yes and no location, uh, yes and no questions. It'll just be basically your location, the answers you gave, and then probably a reference ID to all of your your stuff stored in the cloud. Exactly. Yeah, and then they they just the third party pulls it from so, the cloud. Another it, thing about third parties though is with uh with Apple. Another thing they were talking about is is like depending on the re- the responders and stuff in your area. I don't know if it's Apple, but there's like a service. That because some because some uh, places only accept like voice calls about it. Yeah, and so it's like can, if someone doesn't accept yeah, this new ahead, technology Tim. yet, there is an Apple. I believe Apple operated. Don't quote me on that. It's a relay center. So basically, that relay center will get that your all your responses and then manually call for help. Yeah, they'll they'll convert it to voice. So from from what I'm been hearing about this, I feel like the way that they're actually doing it is. That they are using the satellite system from the third party, but the third party isn't the one receiving the data. Because exactly, here's the thing: yeah. you can transmit to a satellite all you want. That satellite's got to transmit it back down. So yeah. what yeah. they could be doing is they could be using the satellites as basically a point to bounce off the freaking sky. Um, yeah, exactly. And Apple receives the the info from the ground, not necessarily from the third party. I don't know. But knowing Apple, that's maybe, probably maybe what Global they're doing. Star has a base station where they can parse the data from there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But in, in it, some it is way, Apple shape we're or form, about. it's they not have the budget. Yeah, in some way, yeah. shape, or form, it's most likely not Global Star that's actually doing any of the you know transmitting of data mm-hmm. to anyone else. It's like Global Star is just providing the medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I think I've seen this from multiple news outlets that it it puts Apple in a satellite race with SpaceX. Really no. makes sense. Not well, not no. like building satellites and such, but it, it 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 puts Apple in a space that SpaceX hasn't, like a company that SpaceX hasn't seen in that space before. Well, no, because not in I, terms of building Apple satellites has, and launching, but well, I I don't think I don't think it does because you know Apple has nothing to do with the satellites. The only thing that they're doing <laughs> no, is the information. In, no, as in like in the emergency response department. Do you mean? Hmm. Well, okay. SpaceX well, isn't in sense. the emergency response. I know SpaceX yeah. is in the emergency response thing. They, they kind of are in a mm-hmm. way that like you wouldn't really think of like, sp- like, especially like with the whole Ukraine Russian thing going on. There is SpaceX is like the only medium to have Internet in Ukraine right now. 
Well, True. that doesn't necessarily mean that they're emergency response. You have to remember, Fair. yes, yes, that is an emergency situation, but as a company, they <laughs> profit off of that a lot. Yeah, I because can, think I about can it. See what- they have to go to the Ukraine government and the Ukraine government has to pay for those those dishes. Yeah. I, I can get so, what, what Cam is saying, but I also get what Anna's saying because, like, yes, yeah. you could, I, I mean, you could freaking send a text message or, a, you know, an internet message via mm-hmm. Starlink or you could call up a SIP server v- via Starlink, but it's mm-hmm. not like Starlink is pr- providing the emergency media. It's the medium again. See, yeah. yeah. Um, but the I totally way that I see this, yeah, I, the way I see this is they're two completely separate things. SpaceX is providing a service through their satellites and their ground stations, and um, Apple is using somebody else's service to do data transfer. So, Mm -hmm. yes, they're both, at the end of the day, they're data transfer, but SpaceX owns the entire area that they're doing it. They're, they exactly. own the base stations. They own the internet plans going yeah, up to if, there. If I they was own the say, satellites. So, and if Apple, I was going to say, it's the more only of a thing that they between, own is the information. It's so. more just. I would say it's more. You could compare Global Star and Star uh, and um, and Starlink versus Apple and Starlink. I yeah. think that would make more sense. And or even then, like, I mean, they're, they're not. They're nowhere near the same plane. Oh, yeah. totally Star, Starlink not. Starlink no. has so many more. Like you got to think. Like I was saying earlier, Global Star only has twenty four satellites. Yeah. 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 And here's like, the thing too is like thousand. <laughs> saying oh, that yeah. saying that Apple partnering with a satellite provider puts them in a race against Starlink is complete fucking bullshit because it's like Well the thing is though, I wouldn't be surprised because I don't know if, if moving on to like another topic that's not on here, T Mobile and Starlink. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be Apple's gonna have to support that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Not necessarily. I I didn't hear anything about this. Not necessarily. T-Mobile is partnering with Starlink to offer service to customers where there's no cell service. That okay. Okay. So in in theory, after this whole thing is finished and done, there will be no cell phone dead zones anywhere on the planet. Wait. So are you saying like? So are you saying like traditionally? Wait, so are you saying like traditionally like of course so like there's a cell tower but it's it's hardwired into the system via an actual cable but you're saying like put a freaking cell think tower like, and then put a Starlink no, dish no, and hook th- it up to the cell tower? Mm-hmm. No, think no. of it as you have no cell service whatsoever. Like you're in the same situation as the emergency SOS video. You would yeah. connect yeah. you pick up your T-Mobile through that way. Yeah, you know the actual phone would connect to the Starlink nodes. That's freaking nuts. Yeah. And you Dude, gotta think that's something I need Starlink, to keep up on. Okay. Starlink is in talks with other companies too. So if more carriers support this, Apple's gonna have to support it either way. That's um, gonna suck so much battery. Jesus. Here, here's here's you gotta the, think yeah, it's that, for emergency situations. Oh, okay. I was about to say, hold on. I'm confused on how that would even work. Because the only reason that you have a big freaking dish on the ground for whenever it, it's like a home for, install. What? Like a home install of Starlink, yeah. For the home, you have the big dish because mm-hmm. um, the bigger your your reception, it's like yeah. first your of all, speed increases. yeah. First of all, your your Starlink satellites aren't that big, especially whenever you're you're. It's like trying to hit a needle, like sit, sitting on the ground. Imagine trying to hit a needle that's like a mile away with yeah, a laser. Exactly. It's yeah, pretty hard. Um, and Which is why Starlink that, has so many uh, yeah. phase arrays. 
yeah, that that's why that's why you have so many satellites that are sitting in the sky. But you, those have to tr- those freaking base stations transmit at a pretty decent power to hit yeah. those. Yeah. So trying to do that yeah. with a cell phone, like that's that's the thing. It's so it's it's definitely yeah. like a new it's a new concept. But the thing is though, you're not running at full Starlink speed. You're running at maybe three or four megabit. Yeah, yeah. which. If they're if, if that, they're thinking if about that. doing it with the same concept of emergency SOS, where it's just trying to send a minimum amount of information, that that would be okay, I guess. You'd have the same issue where you're gonna have to try and hit a satellite, but yeah, well, like, yeah, of course, yeah, there are way more satellites, but so Unless they somehow they can build an antenna that just defies the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> or they, or yeah. I wonder if like the way that they're gonna do this is they're just gonna be like, hey phone phone manufacturer, if you're gonna want to do this, you're gonna have to make your your freaking built-in antennas fucking redonkulously powered. Yeah. Hey guys, on a completely unrelated note, sorry for interrupting. Looks like the wildfires have officially hit Canada. Oh Hooray. boy! They just, issued, they just issued an evacuation notice. Yeah, I just heard your sage go off a little bit. <laughs> Granted, I don't think yeah, the viewer, I the listeners, it. could have heard it, but mm-hmm. I heard yeah. your, uh, your sage yeah. go off. For for those of you who don't know, my sage is currently out of the air chain and in alert ready mode, meaning that I actually did not re- pull that from alert ready. Impacts. That is weird. Yeah, I did not I pull that. that. Oh no! I just got it. The right source. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, so I, I, I think it, this RSS is definitely, I think the whole emergency access via satellite, it's it's an amazing, like we were talking about it, like me, Anna, mm-hmm. not me and Anna, uh, me, John and Marley, we're all watching this event live. We think that this is a massive win for emergency management. Yeah, Just I in agree. terms of like this, this, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not having to spend $3,000 on a fucking satellite phone. You can get help yeah. with your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, of course, a satellite phone is going to be way superior because you could talk. But yeah. being able to get they're also not so expensive. They're also meanwhile, I'm over here like, yo, I've got APRS, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, then again, I just think it's then again, I have I have to have a license to use APRS, and like in order to use APRS at distances like that I'm having to transmit at freaking 50 watts on 2 meters. Oh no, my Balfang die. Looks like I'm going to die in the mountain. <laughs> well, not necessarily <laughs> Balfang, cuz bear in mind, I could run a base station off of solar. Well, that's true, you're right. But I mean, honestly, and bro, you're hiking with solar panels in your backpack, bro. Come on. Well, uh, have you seen like the foldable yeah, yeah the foldable solar panels or like the the freaking like One solar panels that are basically a fucking yeah, blanket? Yeah, but I mean like yeah, come come on, just bring your freaking iPhone at this point. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, here's the thing: I don't have an iPhone, nor do I really want an iPhone. So that works yeah. for me. Then again, I'm also a licensed it's amateur objective. radio, so yeah. that also works for me. <laughs> This seems yeah, like a I very think, Apple thing. Like, I wonder if anyone's going to kind of catch on to this, like, you know, Samsung or anything like that. Like bringing the satellite. Well, the thing is, though, you got to have a satellite company that's willing to. There's not many. I know. Oh, yeah. Well, well no, I'm here's just the saying, thing. I'm just this seems like a truly Apple thing. So I don't know if anyone's going to well, mm-hmm. come up and copy. Here's it. the thing. What I say is going to happen here is either you're going to have carriers like T-Mobile team up with with um, 
with SpaceX and shit like that. And once T-Mobile starts doing that, you realize that other companies are going to get in in that. Oh yeah, in yes, on that deal now as it's well. A feature that immediately, no one, now it's a feature that no one has. Yeah, SpaceX is willing so, to work with everyone. Like they're yeah. willing to make this a so, universal standard. Here's the thing: not only can you have SpaceX team up with fucking everyone, so it and but here here's one thing that you have to remember: whenever you have phone manufacturers um, coming to things, so it if Google comes to the exact same satellite provider that Apple's going and goes, "Hey, we want your service," they'll listen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Same they with listen, Samsung. Dude. Same with like any big phone manufacturer. If they come to mm-hmm. them saying, "Hey, we want to use their service," they're gonna give them the service. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's not much else to talk about on this. It's definitely gonna be a. We kind of have to wait for people to actually yep. have to use it, and see how it, you know, how it actually operates in practicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But. But yeah, I think it's I think it's an amazing step forward for the entire Definitely, industry in yeah. general. I agree. It's one of those things, yeah, because now it's an Apple thing. Everyone's gonna want to try to copy it. That's just how the industry's always been since the first iPhone. I mean, look at the yeah. notch. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. bad Apple trend. Headphone um, the, jack. The Apple trend. Headphone jack. Freaking power power. I hate how a new trend is getting rid of your charger. Yeah. That's why I was so happy whenever I got my Pixel and it came with the fast charger. And I was like, thank God I don't have to buy one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's actually countries that are forcing Apple to include it again. Yeah. Like, um, I think I, Brazil, Brazil is the one that comes to the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. No, right and now iPhone. See? Right now iPhone sales are banned in Brazil until they include it in the box again. Which they're gonna really? do. Really? Yeah. Yeah, um, they're gonna have to. Brazil's also, a big market. Yeah. One thing I'm waiting for, and I will still never touch an iPhone until they actually put the fucking USB C cable on there. Yep, that should be coming the fifteen, but no freaking well, promises knowing Apple. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, knowing just watch Apple, their, other, their other devices are already transitioning to USB-C. Well, here's the thing. Knowing Apple, what they're going to do is they only are required to sell USB-C in Europe. Yeah. Or so, they're going to put some stupid freaking thing like they do with the lightning cable on it and make it super proprietary. MFI. Yeah, yeah. MFI. Well, think of MFI. Well, here's the thing. Oh, freaking happening! Apple if you, if specific you USB C cable. Well, they can't because USB C is an entire standard. Yeah. So yeah, you're they, right, they you're can't right. do MFI because the, the, the thing with the thing that would be MFI, changing though, the standard. That, that's the to so the purpose of MFI is to be able to market it as like an iPhone compatible cable. Like, compatible well, with USB C. Well, well, not yeah, not even that. It would just be like if you want to put iPhone or anything Apple in your marketing at all for this cable, for example, like. Like Anchor, if they want to make a fast charger specific for the iPhone, like if there's a specific thing that you can do well, to charge an iPhone faster, you can't put iPhone on it until you have MFI. Well, yeah. here's the thing: MFI is MFI is more just a, more than just a branding thing. You know that, well, right? Yeah. Here's the thing: from what I remember, MFI, know, MFI MFI also has a chip that's actually in the Lightning yeah. connector that yeah, that, that tells you whether or not it's a genuine thing. And if the iPhone does not have communication with the MFI chip, it'll immediately recognize it as an unsupported charger and let you have you charge at like 
mock negative three billion. Well, it just charges yeah. you at the regular five watt speed. Well, here here's what they th- this is this is why I'm saying they can't do that because USB isn't just a cable or USB C isn't just a cable. It's an entire standard. You have to build the cable to that standard. Putting an MFI chip in there is not via the standard, and therefore they can't sell those cables as USB-C. It's not a USB-C cable. You know, actually, you want to so, know what I would see? You want to know what I would see Apple doing? Putting the MFI chip in the frickin' charging block. Nope. Nope. What? That's not what I would see them doing. I would see them implementing Thunderbolt. Yeah, Thunderbolt. I could see that. No. They have a. They are. They are a well, stakeholder. They're a stakeholder in Thunderbolt. Well, here's the thing: they can't do Thunderbolt because um, Europe specifically made them do USB-C. Well, here's yeah. Thunderbolt uses the USB-C cable, but not the USB-C standard. And yeah. Europe wants them to use the USB-C standard, which that's why I'm saying if they want to do MFI, they'd have to sell Apple-specific charging blocks because they could put MFI in the charging block because the charging block is not part of the USB standard, the USB Type-C standard. So you could put an MFI thing in the charging block and just use the entire fucking cable to transmit the data. Yeah. Just to make sure the cable at least is kosher enough to charge. Because you you can't have an MFI thing in the phone either on the port side. Either they'd have to implement the entire thing in software and have a hardware chip on the charging block or um, just get rid of it altogether. Which I I wouldn't be surprised either if they just got rid of MFI in general. But then they can't market the cables. very outdated. Yeah. yeah, they then they can't market the cables, which is why I, I'd see them doing it like in the charging block, because um, then they can still market it as for iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I don't or, think there's much know, else to talk about with uh, with Apple unless you guys want to yeah. keep going with it. Let's. But we got it. We got some other cool things. Yeah. So Gabe, we got uh, the UK implementing WIA. Well, not specifically wireless emergency alerts, but a, a similar concept. Well, I mean, it's it's implementing it in the sense that it's being implemented similar like we have it here in the States and up in Canada. But mm-hmm. actually, emergency alerting in the UK has existed for quite some time, especially with mobile. Um, it was tested by, back. I know it was tested back in 2010. It just was never fully yeah. implemented. It was never fully implemented. But they as like started a feature. They started implementing it as a native feature and they they were they started that in 2020. But then the circumstances happened, and the, a couple they, <laughs> on March fourth, twenty twenty, not a native alert, but a text message went out to everybody in the UK saying, "Stay home, protect mm-hmm. the NHS, save lives," you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it sent, so kind of yeah. that, that that's kind of like a rudimentary version of it. But I've that's heard like, like that's like a, like it's a reverse nine one one text system basically right now. Yeah, I, but yeah, but now they're implementing it. In they're a moving sense. to full like iPod style. I wouldn't say iPod style. Um, they're probably not going to be implementing the same it like app. interface on phones and whatnot. Yeah, they're going to be implementing it similar to here, like here we have in the states. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, so the UK has had a very interesting emergency alerting history over the years. So they've been very indecisive. <laughs> yeah, back in back during back during the back during the Cold War, there was something called the wartime broadcasting service. 
mm-hmm. which was an interesting thing. Wasn't that where, operated by BBC? Yes. Well, you got to keep in mind the BBC is a wholly is, owned government government thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's public broadcast. It's kind of basically like if PBS here was owned by the government. Yeah. It's a, it's established under a royal charter. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically, I believe. What was that? His Majesty uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, Queen Elizabeth's father probably, was probably the one that actually signed it. Signed the. Yeah, but I for I unfortunately I'm not too familiar with the royal line of succession because that's yeah. a clusterfuck on its own. No offense, but like, uh, I shiver every single time I look at that list. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the wartime broadcasting service was kind of like the equivalent of Comrade during the Cold War, yeah. where basically. There were there were automated boxes actually on the BBC stuff, where it was um, they could send a they could send a phone command over and it would basically say, and it'll start beeping and say something along the lines like attack warning red, fallout warning black that kind of thing. Yeah, I've heard at one point it was oh dear, oh dear <laughs> no that's the oh dear the oh dear alarm is. Uh, was uh, whenever an incoming message from the government was going coming in, mm. like it's like a which like generally a could be about because it, it was developed around the same time, like especially during the yeah. Cold War. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cold War was an interesting period, man. <laughs> yeah, especially for emergency. We alerting. got a lot of stuff out of the Cold War, especially when it comes in the siren department and the warning systems oh, yeah. department. We got a lot out of the Cold War. But yeah. Um, Basically, the system that they're implementing right now, in theory, it should be going live in October. Um, basically, they're just going to use it like, kind of like how we use it in the states, like flooding, fire, public health emergencies. Uh, oh crap! Somebody shooting up the local local Tesco or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Tesco part that got me. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. It you that, had to mention re- Tesco. Well, it just reminds I me had of to the make video that I saw. To, true, true. Well, when you said Tesco, the only reason I laughed is because I remembered the video of how to protect yeah, your shop. Yeah, yeah, the Tesco from cart. improvised explosives. Yeah. It, oh my if you, god! If you are interested, go look it up on YouTube. It's how to this protect video your, is your not shopping sponsored trolley. Sponsored by Tesco, but Tesco. I mean, I mean, hook us up, bro. <laughs> anyway. Hello, we are over. We are overseas podcast. Can we can we get money? I'm just kidding. Um, basically, uh, WAC and Technology so sponsors this. Tesco pay WAC and Technologies. You know, <laughs> hey, you're you're helping everyone. Buy our end deck that doesn't exist, or it does exist. Just you like, just you, won't get you're it. Just like ah. give me food. Oh my God, you need to pay. Give Anna me money. I am rest. hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah. Um, it, Actually, who is, in my who's notes controlling here, it? Is it like you know area wide, uh, or I'm is it literally the head level. government? State controlled. State okay, controlled. yeah, that makes that's that's fair. Or by state, and honestly, I mean, I'm like, glad they're the doing government. it that way because Jesus, we have so many stuff, so many like departments here in the U.S. The alerting, a lot of it. The alerting, the alerting in the U.K. was fragmented as it, as it is. So <laughs> yeah. having it central, having yeah. it be centralized, is nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, imagine, um, imagine. Like wanting to scream and having to go to the department of ah. <laughs> Please refer to the department. Uh, all I'm of, saying ah! is 
we've. Why do we um, have to do this? Nah, nah, nah. You, you gotta go to the department of. Ah! <laughs> All I'm saying is we've come a long you, you gotta way have from. The, you've gotta have the thing. <laughs> the department of. <laughs> We've we've come a long way from from launching specific colored flares or like smoke grenades up in the cloud. Yes, that was something they they used to do. They used to launch like smoke signals so that people in the area would know like what it was. Like they'd launch a black one for like fallout and stuff like that. Like I saw um, a historical film about that recently. But all I'm saying is we've come a long way and I'm glad they're finally adopting this. I know there's been talk about it for a while, but yeah, I'm glad it's yeah. coming here. So moving on to our next talking point, we got Anna. She she brought this into the ERN production server. So iPods 4.01 update. Yeah, we actually. Um, so fun fact for the people who in ERN who have access to the iPod system, which is um, me, Gabe and Liam, we actually get or I, I'm I know I do. I don't know if Gabe slash Liam does. I or I, uh, I do. If, yeah. Okay. We get emails from iPods with updates. Like I get them weekly at this point. It's actually kind of ridiculous. But um, and they they give us stuff like webinars and stuff that is like iPod specific. So you can check to see like, hey, is this vendor what's up to new, spec? What's going and, on? Yeah. Well, it isn't just what's new. They also have like vendor things, so vendors can show off. Like I've watched a couple of them where. Um, they have some people who go in and show like signage stuff. It's actually pretty cool. Um, oh, that's where we saw that one signage with uh, was it? It was Yesco, wasn't it? I think so. But yeah, yeah. So big digital we, boards that were integrated with iPods. Yeah, we we get emails for that. And the other day, or it was actually a couple months ago, um, we were sitting down, and I get an email that comes up saying. Um, new iPod spec, iPods 4.01 coming soon. And I was like, what? And Gabe, Gabe and Liam were also like, huh? What? We, so, upda- we update iPods? <laughs> yeah, so so we, we were worried. And I sent them an email asking for info because, you know, whenever you come in and you say, hey, we're changing the spec, but you don't say what the spec is. <laughs> so I sent them an email and they responded, um, actually nationwide with a PDF with exactly what the new spec is. So, for example, they've got some error codes that would be for if you're an originator. Um, they have some error code that would be like, hey, you've got something wrong in your in your originator, like in your XML that you're sending to iPods. Yeah. And they've got some error codes that they updated there. Um They've got some advisory code saying, hey, you need to do this that they've taken out. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they, they have new validation processes. And so basically not, a, ones, not, not like anything groundbreaking, just a lot yeah. of cleaning up. Mm-hmm. The big ones that I didn't see coming were they're removing two, two, um, two event codes, finally. Oh, they're mo- removing NIC and NMN. Okay. They're no longer that, part of the spec. It's gonna tr- does that mean it's also going to translate into EAS at some point? Or is that still going to be no, in EAS? No, that's spec? instant. No, that's in yep. that's in EAS. You can no longer issue NIC or an NMN through iPods. So that is an immediate change on iPods' side. Um, probably Thank within... Welcome, Kyle isn't in Quest yeah. anymore. 
Yeah, probably like within the next couple of years. Gabe got that. Gabe got that. Yeah. Within the next couple of months or years, I'm going to see, I'm probably guessing that those are going to be phased out of units. So like probably yep. the next major update for the digital is going to take them out. Um, probably 5.0 for the DAS is going to take them out. Um, I would say I would say it's probably going to be 5.1 because no, 5 is already out. Here's 5.0 isn't out yet. It it's hasn't not been available released. to the public, but it's still shipping. No, it isn't yet. I from from what I can see, it isn't available yet. So they they haven't shipped them yet because um, I looked into the, it. They're shipping the DAS threes with 4.4. Yeah, the DAS oh, threes are, are shipping okay. with 4.4. So they don't have 5.0 yet because 5 5.0 isn't done yet. So I'm pretty sure that those won't exist in 5.0 because it's not an iPod spec anymore. And if it's not in, in if it's not in the iPods EAS spec, it's not in the EAS spec. So that's fair. Because you're not going to be nobody's going to be originating one of those codes. There was really no use for it, anyways. Eh, there used to be. A actually, use, not actually, anymore. NIC is um, still in in the EAS spec as like a NMN was how, too. Like, yeah, we, I didn't see these coming like because the, they. I haven't seen any information of them being removed from the EAS spec. They're just dude. Out I've of never now. seen NMN used outside of Environment Canada. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah, but even then, then that's a loose EAS translation. Yeah, yeah. So, NIC has been in the EAS spec since I believe the beginning because that's how you yeah. get your information during an EAN. So, yeah, basically the way it used to work is whenever you issue an EAN. Um, government takeover, right? So they take over all the stations. They send the EOMs, and all stations would be they silent, uh, they they would silent, basically be like be covering that. Yeah, they they would be covering it or retransmitting not the EAN but like the the but recording the of the yeah the audio. And if they updated the audio instead of sending another EAN, they'd send it as an NIC. The issue is, well, uh, we never had an EAN, and. Yeah, we never had an EA. We don't plan on having one. Unless you're yeah. Quest and you monitor KWAWFM. Oh, yeah. Ha. The lore. But uh, yeah, yes. so like, we've never had an actual EAN, and all, like, the only EAN that was ever issued was a test. And they actually never even sent an EAT for that. So. Yeah. So basically, you'd start. Does the, that mean technically we're still in an EAN? <laughs> Yo, technically. <laughs> technically, so, it's still active. Yeah. So <laughs> you you'd send an EAN to start, you'd send NICs to update, and you'd send an EAT to end. So that yeah, that was in, the original in between, plan. In between the the NICs and the EA, and the EAT, you would basically get your local and state information through various. I'm assuming various different codes. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if there was ever an EAN issued, I my guess is we're probably never going to get an EAT because we won't be here anymore. <laughs> I'm joking, but still. Actually, I um, wouldn't even take that as a joke. That's actually probably serious. Yeah. Okay. So back back to, to the spec update. They added some validation for URI and web pages. Um, so in, in the iPod spec, basically the iPod is a fancy text file that contains all kinds of information about the alert, like where it's for, what it is. All, uh, who sent it, um, who's it for, uh, what it can and can't activate, like WIA, um, WIA EAS, uh, NWEM. It's got all this information. And one of the things that it can have 
is URI and web pages. So URI can either contain images, audio, video, uh, live feeds, um, extra text, extra text. Um, it can also include, um, like for example, um, Comcast with their aggregator system uses it to send WebMs or uh, mm-hmm. MPEG. So yeah. um, that's why. So basically, if you have a uh, Comcast cable because box, can, the way it does the takeover, that's your MPEG dash. Yeah, right? the way it does the takeover is basically it just sits there monitoring monitoring a cap feed, and whenever it receives a new cap alert for its local area, um, it will download that MPEG feed and stream it to your box and do a takeover. Um, Same with the web version of Comcast. We've learned that's what we've figured exactly. It out. Um, the Xfinity one. So, what they do now is they just added an update to the cap, uh, to cap, where it now will validate if you can actually le- reach those links. Because in the past, what would actually happen is we had some. Th- this is back whenever we we used to use like uh, the Grandpa Ham site that could <laughs> monitor iPods. Um, yeah, we would have yeah. several several instances of stations that would originate, like. Um, EOCs that would originate that would originate it with um, local no local IPs to the DASDEC. Oh my oh. god! That, and the DASDEC no, wasn't port forwarded. The DASDEC wasn't port forwarded or anything. So basically, any EAS box that would receive that message that was in its area, and they would send like RMTs with this info. So oh, no. these boxes would immediately drop back to TTS or have no audio whatsoever because it had a URI that would not validate on the wider internet. Yeah. So because if you went to this, it would literally say, like, access denied because the port isn't open. So now they actually implemented um, URI validation on iPause's side. So what would happen is whenever you issue an alert, um, it would have to validate that URI or a web address that's encoded into it. So, um, okay, that's awesome. I like that. So yeah. So basically, if it can't validate it, if it can't hit that website instantly, it just sends an error it will, code. Yeah, it will return an error code saying no, and <laughs> you, you have to fix it. Um, so that fixes issues like that. So now you can have properly validated audio. Um, they also yeah. have. Reference updates to the elements. I'm going to have to look into that. I haven't actually seen all that much. They also added an update to disallow, because some some EOCs, um, whenever you're drawing a polygon, you can fuck up, to put it nicely. So if you're drawing a polygon, you never want one of the lines you've already drawn to cross over one of the other lines, because that can break devices. That are trying to learn, yeah. trying to figure out what that polygon is for. You also don't want to do like a flagpole design where you have a line that is by itself. Yeah. So they updated uh, iPods like, to. Like how, I I actually know a situation of this where like mm-hmm. uh, it was <laughs> it was a uh, high wind warning I think from Great Falls from like many many years back and the mm-hmm. polygon stretched all the way into the European Union. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so. They, they've changed iPods to either, I, I don't know if it's throw an error code or automatically correct for bad polygons. I don't, think it would be, I don't think it would be automatically correcting. I think it would be more of a, like, hey, fucktard, don't send it like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, and also, here's, here's a new thing. 
I haven't actually checked how how it works yet. It seems like one thing that they're adding is a new flag for if it will actually trigger um, EAS broadcast content messages. Explain. Um, I I don't know much more about that, but it's it's a new flag that they're adding. I'm thinking that maybe it might be for like embedded URIs where you actually have a flag Mm -hmm. that if it's for EAS telling the boxes, yes, actually grab this audio. This is what you want in your message. Oh, nice. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to look at the spec. Yeah, but I'm can, that, can that's we, what I'm guessing. Please off of this add list. originator type in the um, next spec. <laughs> yeah, it already has originator type. No, in yeah. NWS, I think he means. Yeah. Oh, in the, um, in the fix NWS, please. Yeah. How, how, what do you mean by fix NWS? Because the DAS decks, instead of, they, instead of it, oh, not um, even that. It would just no, that the DAS the default to sieve. That's not yeah, a problem that, with iPods. Yeah, that's not a problem with iPods or NWS. That's a problem with with the DAS. Wow. Um, what the what DASDEC needs to do is they need to add a flag to allow you to change what the cap originates as. Um, oh, because their cap or their cap handler is probably just like oh civ. Yeah, yeah. the cap handler immediately no, defaults re- to civil what? if it can't read it from the from the. So here's know. the thing about the DASDEC. So the DASDEC, whenever you're trying to pull NWS cap, uh, the DASDEC by D, the DASDEC does not support cap v2. It does not support the V2 API feed, like the mm-hmm. API.weather.gov feed. It only supports yeah. the cat V1, which does not have the originator code in it. Exactly. Yeah. So, since NWS isn't updating that anymore... It, I'm hoping it just, 5.0 supports that, but who knows? Um, it probably won't, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah 5.0 really is... Really is yeah, well, 5.0 I wouldn't be really is just a reskin. I wouldn't... Be I really wouldn't... I would hope that they would fix it considering the next topic we're going to talk about coming up. Hold on. Could change everything. Honestly, we could, we should make a complaint to Daz about that and see what they do. I wouldn't even, um, I wouldn't even do that because Daz is on board with these new changes that are, that we'll talk true, about later. True, 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 true. We'll so see they what they do. Know we'll see this. how they, we'll see how it pounds out. Um, I'm, I'm opening up the, the spec notes for this real quick so I can see. Okay. Um, 4.0 changes. Uh, IPOS now validates NWEM identical structure to EAS. So now um, NWEM messages are um, basically treated like an Fixed. EAS message. Um, Ex- wait, elaborate more? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. NWEM messages yeah. are now yeah. treated as EAS. Basically, oh, for okay. those who don't know, NWEM is is the, what uh, emergency alerts inside of NWS is handled mm-hmm. as. It's, it stands for non weather emergency message. So, like if you have like an Amber Alert, it goes through NWS as an NWEM. Okay, yeah. so basically, any message they have to relay that's not theirs and it's not weather related. So I'm I'm going through this further. Um, add mess uh, add cap message URI and web validation it will return a 314 URI token invalid error if it is missing HTTP or HTTPS a URI that contains a space or a URI query that contains a question mark okay um, also I didn't see this one error mode in there. huh also <laughs> there is a, <laughs> there isn't uh, this one wasn't in there update to Spanish language info block to include Latin characters. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So, so it just broadens the spectrum of what they can use. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Um, 
update to references. So IPOS now validates um, with exactness all three references elements. Oh, so um, the the references thing, they're just validating references better. Um, IPOS, oh, yeah. oh, so for the bow tie and flagpole thing, they will reject the alert with an oh, error so code 216, so so invalid value and element polygon. Yeah, it will literally kind of go... Fuck off and redo yeah. it. Okay, so EAS broadcast, uh, EAS broadcast content messages indicator. IPOS will now validate a resource description element if the alert contains a resource element. A value of EAS broadcast content is used to indicate that the elements of a resource block are intended for EAS broadcast. Okay, yeah. In addition, sense. the MIME type element for EAS broadcast should be equal to one of the f following defined MIME type phrases, which are used to identify broadcast audio for delivery to the public. XIPOS audio MP3, XIPOS streaming audio, XIPOS video, and XIPOS streaming video. IPOS provides the response codes 501 message not disseminated as EAS and 505 invalid, invalid men, uh, value MIME type if resource element contains an error um, and it will not disseminate it to EAS if it does. And audio and vid video streaming MIME types have not been tested and are not expected to work at this time. <laughs> Sad. So, so it's a work in progress. Yeah. Well, um, the, the validation is already there. Um, the mm -hmm. stream they're, they're saying the streaming shouldn't might not work right now and from what well, I yeah, can see you have to wait, you have to wait right. for index to you have to you yeah. have to have index that properly support that the only thing that I can ever see using the streaming is um, um, EANs which, which honestly doesn't yeah, matter that's because where, it's gonna that's go, where your EANs could go digital yeah but they, they haven't tested it because they haven't had a, another EAN test yeah Maybe that's where like EAN test. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> who knows? Maybe this maybe this is why they're holding off on testing because they're waiting to see if they can live relay. Well, here's the thing: they have to test in order to see if they can. Mm -hmm. um, Most index won't acknowledge that mime type anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yet. talking about like when when everything is implemented and when index catch up to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Maybe like a new. Update to the Sage and the Daz deck and the Easy Cap. Maybe well, it's the, just one of those. It has the Daz to actually can. be properly supported. Um, from what I can tell, the Daz can actually support that right now. Um, because yeah, because think, it's used in EAS net, right? Yeah, it's used in EAS net. Um, yeah, because EAS net supports EAN. Mm -hmm. um, EAS net, if it receives an EAN, there's a flag in the Daz deck to literally have it play um, stream live to all other Dazes that are in its EAS net thing. It's actually pretty which cool. Is, which is which is good. Yeah. So it, we know that it works. Now we just have to wait for it to and go on the national level. Here, here's one thing to remind you of. EASnet is cap. Mm-hmm. So it works it through cap already, as lo at, at least through EASnet right now. Fuck, I pause. Standardize EASnet, JK. The, the best <laughs> thing to think, the, the, the funniest thing to think of EASnet is EASnet is legitimately like um, IPOS cap standard, but it's push. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the uh, eg the better way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think it should be push anyway. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, look at how fast freaking Npass is. Yeah, no, ridiculous. Uh Npass is basically <laughs> Speaking instant. of which, Gabe was mentioning the fire warning earlier. I got that about maybe a minute later than he did because I'm pulling from the freaking RSS feed like a dummy because I'm too lazy exactly. to implement push. 
So yeah, my station got Speaking it like a minute fires. later. Yeah. Speaking of fires. Yeah. What um, happened? Well, besides the monthly test that I just received for Grace Harbor, um, I got another Wea. <laughs> oh, uh, spill the tea. Sky Valley Fire set alert for wildfire. No evacuations yet. That may be necessary with little warning. Be ready. Jeez. Okay. Get ready. Get set. Yeah. So for context, for speaking on kind of going back onto the Wea topic, the entire West Coast is on fire right now. Yeah, I yeah. got it. An evacuation as, order. As Bill from, and I has said it once, the world, the world is on, on fucking fire. Oh, fire. yeah, yeah. No, but I, I got an evacuation Hold order on. from Hudson Hope and uh, uh, Feral Creek. I don't know. Stay Did safe. Did that just go <laughs> over a cap? Did it? No, by the easy cap is relaying the Grace Harbor monthly. Wait, what? <laughs> Hi, Easy Cap. I didn't know you were even connected to the network right now. Yeah, in case you didn't know, Gabe has an Easy Cap, and it sounds awesome. The Easy Cap is like. Too too bad the freaking uh, hello, Polly. Too bad my 911 isn't hooked up to anything, because I would have just muted the EAS input and just frickin' sent it live. (laughs) Yeah, so... Pico. This is what happens when you don't provide EAS audio EOCs. Yeah. You get this shit. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Me, hey, Gray's Harbor. You all have wave broadband, which is all easy caps. Listen to this shit. You got you just subjected your residents to this. Yeah, Think and, about and, that and for worse a and worse if you're in an area with a majority DAS, which is literally everywhere. If you have any TV coverage, you're subjecting cow. your listeners to literal cow hell. It's not Miller. even le- it's not even like uh, uh, understandable Legible. most of the time. Yeah. Um, unless unless I'll you know. Episode of, yeah, that monitor works. <laughs> Honestly, in my opinion. <laughs> In my opinion, TTS should literally just be a backup. Like, it should just be the EOC sending audio. See, it should totally just okay. be a backup. Honestly, there is one feature on the on the DAS deck that I think should be the idea of how CAP works in general. There is yep. a flag mm-hmm. on the DAS deck that says, Use TTS if no original audio is found. That's how it should be. There should be exactly. original audio, and TTS should be a fallback. A, a, a it should backup. be a complete fallback. Like, it's so much easier for... That's why we have a couple stations. Like, I mean, we have uh, WTOP, and here, well, we used to have... Um, anyways, a lot of them, like, originating their... It's stupid, or, like, WBAP, a lot of them, like, originating their but- own stuff because... Because voice, human voice is so much easier to understand and people know the voice and they're like, oh, crap, I got a, I got a, you know, shelter instead of hearing a civil authority has issued a shelter and police warning for. I can be eating the mic in this studio and you guys could still understand me better than cow. Yeah, but God forbid you get freaking perfect pollen here. Oh, God, you get perfect pollen here. And yeah. just make it slightly distorted, and you can't understand him at all. Yeah, <laughs> you distort any any text to speech. Hey, and it's at least it isn't e speak. 
Yeah, no. A civil authority has issued a. Hey, here's your friendly reminder. That's what we did in NERP. Friendly reminder. That's what. That's what. Back in the day, back when we, back when me and Vincent had our little Maggot Alert Network gig, that's what we used. It was all eSpeak. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Because it was because so it, had, hey. it had because it had two Fs. It was fast and it was free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, AWS Poly is that's actually what Marley's been running lately. It, it's great, uh, but well, it here, still should still be a fallback. Here's the thing, AWS Poly. Sounds great and all. You have to remember that if we get everybody using it, it's going to start to cost you. Actually, so it, it doesn't. I'd like to one of those Fs. I'd like well, to speak on the contrary. So. Well, here's it's the been thing. Pretty cheap. Here's the thing. It's been pretty cheap. Then again, you only have two people using it. Yeah, but I send like two a people bajillion using it, but alerts a day. Does everything. Yes, here's the <laughs> I thing. Send everything. Here's the thing. If you're you're running. You're sending a bajillion alerts per day. Yes. But if you have the entirety of ERN, 18 people or 19, I, I don't remember how many anymore. Um, if you have that many people sending a bajillion alerts a day, that adds up fast. Yeah, but it would Think still about only it. cost Everybody like five bucks a month. That. It would yeah. still would only cost like five that. bucks a month. No, I well, wouldn't even not say necessarily because sense. Here, here's the thing. The more usage you have out of that, if it's costing cam sense for two people to use it imagine no, 18 it, people so l- sending, l- let me tell you imagine john <laughs> okay, so, so actually i i would like to go on the contrary of that so last month marley used it the entire month all 30 days mm-hmm. and aws uh charged me zero cents for poly for the month here's the thing they also work off of a character count so it depends on how many cap alerts that are sent in that month and also it depends on how many users you have because the more users you have the faster you're going to hit that that mm-hmm. number that's true so, that's true so if you have the if you have 18 people sending all those cap alerts all generating tts let's say there's an average of 4000 characters and you have a um let's say there's an average of 4000 characters and you have a 100000 character limit per month that's only going to take you, and let, let's say there's three cap alerts per day. Mm-hmm. That's going to take you maybe a week to hit that limit with 18 people. I, I would love to try it out, see mm-hmm. what that limit is. Well, I would love to here's the hook thing. more people to it. Here's the thing. From, from ex- subscription models that I've seen like that in the past, what they will do is it's like free up to X amount of characters. And then it's like for every thousand characters past that, it adds on a dollar. Yeah. So I know as soon as you pretty... hit that limit, it gets expensive fast. <laughs> I know. Uh, so with AWS, they actually have a really, really good price on TTS. I, t- I think it's by like per 10,000 characters and even then it's only like a cent yeah and they can all pay as you go yeah i am I'm, I'm looking it up and as um, researching but anyways uh aws poly is great they have a news announcer mode which is freaking awesome um it sounds great especially when you put it behind processing but uh i mean don't put your index behind processing bad idea don't follow my lead monkey unless you know what you're doing do. unless you know what you're doing yeah um Oh yeah, but here you thing- go. Amazon Poly costs four dollars per one million characters. Holy jeez, that's good. No, it isn't actually. No, because I here's, mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I said, 
if you have 18 people, if you're sending three cap alerts with an average of 4,000 characters per alert, right? That's true. And That's uh, true. so here, 4,000, right, times 18. Let's say there's 18 people in ERN. And then I said around three alerts per day, right? That's yeah. 216,000 characters in one day. Okay, that's that's true. Okay, okay. Uh, multiply that on, by on, on, on the market yeah, you're doing. Mul- multiply that by 31 days. That's um, times. Uh, hold on. Ooh, no, come back. History. You yes. Divided by one million. Ooh. Times four. That's thirty dollars a month, right? Doesn't yeah. sound like a lot, but if you know monthly fees, that that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whenever, I whenever agree. I ran, whenever I was running ERN cap off of Google WaveNet, mm-hmm. um, every hour I would re- be regenerating. I'd be regenerating my local forecast mm-hmm. every hour, and and that ended up costing around seventy dollars a month. Holy yeah. Jesus! Here's the thing. That. Here's the thing. If you're using AWS Poly like that, that's three hundred and twenty-one dollars a year. Yeah. As okay, but to be yeah. fair though, think think of think Zappy of the market that. On yeah, here's the thing. Of think of the the market that AWS is pointing toward. It's business. Three hundred dollars for good sounding voices yeah. isn't half bad. Well, well they're yeah. also yeah. expecting you to use it like ninety-nine times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, which, is here, what, which is what Marley does right now. For, for example, <laughs> yeah. for me, I was using Google WaveNet at least 24, 24 times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sending upwards of four or 500 characters for text-to-speech generation. Mm-hmm. Like, it... Like it Wait, can... you, you're talking about NWS things? Those are like 2,000 characters each. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, there's not, not like four or 500 um, characters is like a sentence. These were These were parsed. Okay. Yeah. But and anyways, just, just characters uh, do not include spaces. Yep. Actually, for most TTS voices, they do. Not for Google WaveNet. Okay. But yeah, so I think uh, well, we, I think this is Google. a good time to to move on to the next talking point because I actually have something good that I would love to hear on this. But so the FCC uh, proposal for changes to EAS. I guess the main talking point of this is if it's adopted, it requires EAS participants to always prioritize cap versions of alerts when available over legacy versions. I I like that, but also like bruh. Wait, I like on. that. It, but if it gets you clear M-Net, audio, Mnet is shaking right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mnet is shaking. And then and then here's another big one. I did not see this coming. The possible retirement of emergency action notification. National periodic test in primary entry point. What? Here's yeah, the thing: it's it not going to be in the codes. Not going to be in the codes. But, as but it would it would change the translations thing. to so EAN would be national emergency message. Mm-hmm. Uh, NPT would be nationwide test of the emergency alert system, and then primary entry point would be the United States government. Huh. Okay. Um, okay. I like. Honestly, it. hearing that, like saying it out loud for like the first time. I kind of like that idea. I like it. Yeah. I I don't I don't like the United States government. I feel like they should change that to something else. But I FEMA, think primary I think FEMA. primary entry point will still be still useful in that case because um because I like because the primary entry point can be a num- number of different things. 
mm-hmm. not necessarily government affiliated. Like if the government had a trusted delegate of a private company that originated the alerts for them. I agree. Yeah. Primary the thing is I like about this, the thing I, I'm excited for on this is it may potentially lead to NWS issuing cap formatted alerts over iPods in the foreseeable future. What do you, and, oh, like as, as, in, as in I mean, over NWR? Over iPods. No, oh. iPods. They would send oh. alerts, over, like proper iPods alerts. I do and I don't like that. I don't know. Oh. I, I'm still stuck um, with my NWS or um, my NWR. Oh. So, and it could, the thing is that with this, it could remove NWR as a primary um, source. Cam. Uh, yes. Um, the the, the two terminologies that. that they have is they have um, United States government, but it would normally show up as national public warning system. Didn't, Which didn't I, I hear, like that better. I do, but di- didn't I hear something about Sage and Daz knocking the whole NWR thing? I'm not 100%. They, they were talking about the whole like terminology change. They are on board with it. Okay. Yeah. They, I, I just, um, I, I don't know how I feel about the whole NWR thing. I know I'm a weenie, but like, I don't know. NWR is kind of like, it's mostly, I, for the I, most part, honestly, reliable. Honestly, if, 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 if I wanted to summer. see it, if in my opinion, yeah. if I wanted to see it work out in my vision, keep the NWR and do the same thing as the rest of the list. I, I agree. Use yeah. it as a backup. Yeah, makes sense. And like I was mentioning it in an earlier voice call today. Could you imagine if NWS cap had Tom perfect instead of screwed up by your NWR signal? Yeah, true. I agree. You could actually because uh, Tom is actually a very understandable Paul. voice when you, you Paul. don't have all the <laughs> Paul. 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 Yeah. Tom is pretty understandable without static. Too. If only it was yes. Tom. <laughs> oh God, I'd Bring shit my Tom. pants every time I got an CRS Tom. Dude, I'd shit my yes. pants. Yes. I have yeah. some recordings of CRS. I have some recordings of CRS Tom. The National direct, Weather Service has issued the, yeah. the National board. Weather Service. <laughs> the National yeah, Weather I think it would Service. Be, I think these voices will start to really shine in their capabilities once you remove all your static shit. Yeah. Hey, I like the static shit. The then again, I, I am a radio operator. I do. So. Here's I, do. I like we the gotta, static gotta, shit. Not gonna you, lie. You gotta. Th- but here's the thing. Yeah, we might like it and everything. But the whole point of this is to alert the public. If it's hard for people to understand it, like we, like yeah, we can understand it because we've heard it a bunch of times. We know the voice as well. We can understand with all the static. But think of the public. They're gonna be like, That's "What the true. hell is this?" Yeah, I agree. And then they're yeah. just gonna ignore it because they can't yeah. understand it. Yeah. You know what they should do? What? Do something like WaveNet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Just hey, freaking by the way, about uh, about cap modernization and stuff like that, have we heard, because I remember a while ago there was like a government push or some sort of push to have NWS, like, uh, you know, a, a whole update to NWS where they had to like, like they were required to send like cap stuff over NWR. Has there been any recent push or update to that? That's why cap handler is a thing. Well, I know, but um, there has there been a more like a push for everyone to have a cap handler? Is that has that because I remember um, that was a thing a while ago. Yes, but no. No? Yeah. It, most of it's internal with NWS right then now. Then again, then again, like freaking what is it like less than 2% of the population actually has a no weather radio in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but think yeah. of the reach that NWR still has regarding that. That is like, true. I mean, here's the that. thing: Dude, we have nuts coverage for NWR yeah. at least here in the South. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. um, Yes, they don't actually have the no weather radio, but you know what they do have? AM/FM TV. 
Yeah, yeah they, people, people monitor. People I mean, monitor that is the whole NWR. point of NWR right I, now. Literally, the whole point of NWR is to send shit to other people like broadcast stations. I mean, that's really kind of the whole point of it anymore. Well, I mean, I, it, it, the, the, the purpose of it kind of shifted. The first purpose of it was was obviously the public. Yeah, because nobody had the internet. As the relay. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I have... Um, I've been waiting for something to pass. I don't think it's going to pass at this point, judging how I haven't seen any info. There was a push at one point for streaming services such as oh, yeah. Spotify, um, Pandora, um, Netflix, like I think. Netflix, YouTube, to include yeah. cap alerts on yeah, the I, actual I, thing. Imagine watching a I YouTube think it's video. Still a valid argument. Yeah, I think that should be done because here's the thing. Yes, it is important to have these messages on your phone, on on your TV when you're watching over the air or cable, um, on your radio. But the here's ma- the thing. But the majority of people like freaking watch streaming nowadays. It's exactly. Like, yeah. The majority of people are watching Netflix, Hulu, uh, Google, whatever. Um, the times have changed and the, the alerting yeah. systems need to shift with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like that push in the past. And it would also, this is one thing that I think everybody in this call would love. It would mandate every single station that has an online stream, it would mandate them to have EAS on it. <laughs> I, I would honestly that. enjoy that. It needs to yeah. be reaching. Yeah, because here's the thing. Most of these people, like for example, um, the station that I'm at right now, I, for reference to people who can't see this i'm legitimately at one of the studios at a radio station right now yeah um studio c at wxrw most people the the majority of people who listen to wxrw listen to it through um through i don't know if it's broadcastify or iHeartRadio. it's one of them it's um, not broadcastify i'll tell you that much I, yeah i i don't remember but the majority of our listeners are through streaming services our stream of wxrw does not include EAS. It doesn't. And, and there's a good reason. Um, I will say there's a good reason because yeah, there they, is do, a good, they loop recordings a lot from the stream. Um, not actually through... So our, our stream is through um, a software called Butt to an Icecast server and or broadcast using this tool. We call it Butt because that's its acronym. Funny. Um, because it's funny. Yeah. So they, we use Butt at the studio to transmit to an Icecast server and the issue with doing that is um, they also use Butt as a backup recording service because we have airtime to record our shows, but a lot of times airtime would fail for one reason or another. So what they have is they have remote software that they can remote into the, the Butt machine, which is what we call it, and click record on that. So we cannot have EAS on that stream because that means that if we were recording it due to a failure on airtime side... Um, we would have recordings of those headers, and whenever we went to play back that and they show, play back, we'd yeah. replay those headers, which is an FCC violation. This re- this reminds me of a specific um, Montana moment. Cam, and, if you wish to elaborate, yeah. Bear in mind, no. Whenever we replay, whenever we replay the these shows, they're not over just the stream; they're over the air. The air, they're yeah. Actually, and that they're actually a- broadcasted on a two thousand watt transmitter. Yeah. So you cannot 
have you you legitimately cannot or I no it's or, a two, no it's two hundred fifty watts sorry not two thousand watts we're not two kilowatts in, I wish in, in KWAW's uh, place you shouldn't rebroadcast them at all for a very good reason <laughs> yeah so basically we have issues like that which. Honestly, they should be using a different service. Like, they should install Audacity on that butt machine to record that because then you can clip out those headers. Yeah. Or or we should have, as mo I've been suggesting to, the, to them, and what I might actually set up myself, a secondary stream. One with and one without. And that secondary yeah. stream, literally, or you, you may not even need the secondary stream to go over the air, the one without. Um... Or over their their live stream, what you can do is have that secondary stream to an, in, an internal software, which I'm I'm thinking about building this for them. It's an internal software that literally just gives you a record option. Yeah, you you don't need that to go over like over the either that or you could make it an automatic record and then dump the recording if it hasn't been touched. Well, yeah. Because um, I, I know our, our schedules are, are like every hour, hour, 30 minutes, and it's all on the, the um, replay machine. So, yeah, I could legitimately write a software to, to automatically record that. Um, so that, that would do several things for us. A, we would be compliant if that is something that they make a requirement. And B, um, it, it makes a lot of people like... Um, EAS, ten, EAS, EAS test fan 25 Drew who searches who scours the web for every single station it would make him realized, obsolete yeah, no it wouldn't make him it wouldn't make him obsolete it would just make him happy it would make, you know, make his job easier yeah, it'd make his, yeah. we don't have to sit down and think is this station a streamer or not yes they are <laughs> And, and if, if they're, they're not, not, you know what no. they're... Yeah, and if they're yeah. not... <laughs> and if they're not... <laughs> hey, FCC! We have a problem. Yeah, so... And we Boy, will FCC find you as we've done many times doors. before. But, yeah. Not only not only is that a win for the EAS community as a whole, it's a win for um, alert hunters like Drew. It's a, it's a win for emergency management because now it's going everywhere. To, um, is, that's also why I think should be. Yeah, I think like even it, you don't necessarily even need like headers and attention tone on like streaming services like Hulu and Netflix and Just YouTube and shit like that. Put like not even a banner. Do basically Wea. <laughs> or do what Comcast does. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, albeit do, if doing what Comcast does would be a little harder for like YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, but. You well, can partner with your partner with like Comcast and Cox to use their aggregator feed. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, that that would be way easier for something like Hulu and Netflix. But for YouTube, you don't necessarily need to do that. You could literally just have it be like Wea. It will pause your video and put like you know that they have options to overlay text on the things because they already took it away from us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember. You remember that. the freaking boxes yeah. that you could type in? The annotations. Oh, yeah, the my annotations. God, I miss annotations. Literally bring back annotations for that. That's only for emergency management. Literally integrate cap into it. Come on, Google. I know you can do this. Integrate cap into it and just have an automated annotation box that will pause actually, your video, go full actually, fucking screen, and be like, emergency alert! 
actually, as a matter of fact, I know Google can do that because they literally host their own cat feeds for emergency alerts. They have a whole website for it. I forget what yeah, it's because called. Because that, that's what they, they use for Google Maps. They have an open source API for Java yeah. on parts. And cat actually, feeds. fun story. If you try to make a Google search during a tornado warning, it will come up on the top and say there's a tornado warning in effect yeah. for your area. <laughs> they already have all the resources to do it. Why haven't they done it yet? Oh, because people are going to complain. Oh, my video stopped. That's why I need. That's why I I want the FCC to man. No, here's the thing. They can. They can. That's what I'm saying. My theory on it is they're not being forced to. Why the hell would they do it on their own? Why would they put it in resources? They need to have a specific guideline set to do that. That's why. That's why I wish that one. uh, It probably hasn't because they that thing was brought up like two years ago and I haven't seen anything on it since it's probably closed by now but if they did it that would have been a game changer because imagine having an emergency alert come up on a YouTube video while you're watching YouTube let's say you're okay I know for a fact that a lot of freaking I, I think it's a lot of T-Mobile's care uh, a lot of people on T-Mobile carriers currently has WIA disabled Thanks, T-Mobile. So I re-enabled it. Yeah, I, I did know. too. I haven't gotten anything context, since then. For context, but... a couple of podcast podcast episodes ago, we talked yeah. about how T-Mobile was originating their own Wii tests and blaming it on iPods. Yeah, you could go. You could go check. Yeah. yeah, if you're interested in any of that, it's it's a very very fun and a very you fun know what else? interesting show. You know what else that you should could be? go they to? Were... That the one that we're talking yeah. about is episode twelve. It's called Volcanoes yeah. and T-Mobile Shenanigans. If I'm gonna be honest, you know what else should be should be um, mandated? I feel hmm. like it should be completely illegal or not illegal. I feel like it should not be an option to disable Wea in any way, shape, or form. Because I feel like there's a lot of people I, that have there. I, I know I there's a lot that of people. Amber alerts should still be able to be disabled. Okay, that's, that's one fair. That Maybe amber alerts, but about. not stuff like tornado warnings or okay. anything. I feel like they need to they need to give you further further control. Um, severe weather that is in fact that is affecting your specific area yeah. should not be able to be disabled. Tornado yeah, that warnings. Be a thing. Yeah, tornado warnings. Destructive severe thunderstorm warnings like a, a squall line or something. Um, uh, dust, flash dust like flash flood or... emergencies. Those should not be able to be disabled whatsoever, as long as they're affecting your specific area or public safety stuff. Like yeah. you know, um, um, civil emergency messages. Breakouts. Yeah, S- stuff yeah. like that should not be able to be disabled. It should fall under like Shall a. Shall I play devil's advocate? Okay, go ahead. Play devil's advocate. Right. I'd love to hear it. All right. Go. Hello, my name is Devil's Advocate. Okay. Um, I have a smartphone. I have a smartphone that whenever Wea goes off, it interrupts it interrupts navigation and I have it on my dashboard for navigation. Okay, that's fair. Location, whenever I'm going for location to location as an emergency response unit. So there could be like a subtle mode or something, like if you're driving it's not as freaking or, pronounced. Um if you're here, connected to CarPlay. Um here here's yeah, a CarPlay's Wea implementation is horrible. Here Here's here's something you can do. Um, have it be like if you're traveling like that and you're already in a navigation mode. First of all, turn the Wii tone down or just change it to something else. Maybe like a a 
special notification what tone that isn't the Wii tone. What if my what if my car doesn't have CarPlay and I just have a magnetic foam out with Google Maps on? Uh, then get a yeah. better. No, I'm joking. <laughs> here, 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 here's what I'm what I'm saying. What if I'm using Don't, Waze, which doesn't trigger the native navigation mode on here, Android? Um. Well, here's the thing. You. Sh- uh, if, no, if Waze, Waze does have a navigation modern, mode. Okay, most modern phones, most, um, no, modern phones detect if you're driving. Waze, like Apple phones, Waze, most of them detect if you're driving. Um, Waze doesn't trip the driving mode on Android. I tried it. Yeah, really? just not the native no. driving mode. Yeah. But what I feel like you, what I feel like it should do is, um, your phone can pretty easily figure out whenever you're driving because you know most people don't walk at. 30 miles per hour. Um, <laughs> what if I what if I have my location services turned off because I Well then you're fucking well, no, no, then you, then you have your accelerometer and gyroscope. Yeah. Your your accelerometer and gyroscope on your phone and if you don't have that, you have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't at have that, that point, you don't pr- have a modern phone. At that point your phone probably what, doesn't what, support what if my Wea. It's noted and I take that shit out on my phone. Uh well then you're Edward Snowden and I guess you're going to die in a tornado. <laughs> so what what I feel like it should do is it should be able to detect that shit and if you're going like let's say you're going at let's say a minimum cap of mock Jesus um, 15, 15 miles per hour if you're going at or above 15 miles per hour drop Wea into a mode where it is a normal notification not a full screen takeover where you need to click okay to make it go away normal ass notification and just play the Wii tone and show it up at the top, and then have it go away. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna object that. I think it I, I think it should be dependent on what mode your phone is running in. For so like iPhone, if it's in CarPlay mode, yeah, obviously change it. If yeah. If it's in, if your Android is in Android Auto, change it. But I don't think in any other situation should you really change it because well, the phone can't really. You know, because even mind, even if the should... phone sensors can agree with 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 what you're saying. You you don't yeah. n- you don't know. Well, yeah, but here's the, that, that's why I was saying if you're in one of those modes, change it. But also if you're going over like 15 miles per hour, because yeah. there's only two okay. instances. Oh, how dare you? I walk at 16. <laughs> there's only three instances. <laughs> I bike that at you 75. Really, <laughs> there's only three instances. Well, at that point, you still want it to be in that mode because you don't yeah. want to be biking with with like. A mode on, and then suddenly you you lose all control of your screen because you need to click OK. Um, Dude, if I'm biking at 75, I can outrun a freaking tornado. I'm joking, <laughs> but here, but basically, what I'm saying is, at most instances that you're going over 15 miles per hour, you will want it in a mode like that because, like, what if I'm a passenger? See, that, that's uh, kind of what I was saying. Yeah, well, here's the thing. If you're a passenger, like, deal with it, I guess. I'm a passenger wearing headphones. Uh, well, actually, uh, Android... Then, uh, Android. No, uh, I tested this recently. Uh, Android turns down your Wii volume when you have headphones plugged in. or Yes, it does actually do that. It. Yeah. Not sure I about know, iPhone, but, but I know Android does. We're still going on the driving situation here. Yeah. Um, okay, let's switch uh, to Hey, solution. Today. Don't be driving while there's a Wii <laughs> Simple solution, dude. We we told uh, third world problem here. I'm joking. Okay, or no, no but- fir- first world problem. Sorry, I meant meant to say that. Okay, I got enough here. What? Uh, let's, let's do another scenario just to oh, see boy. how that is. Um. Hey, wh- I'm a pilot. 
Oh, yo. Airplane mode. Airplane mode. No question. Airplane mode. Well, actually, if you're a pilot, your phone has to be in airplane mode legally. So, therefore, you're not going to get Wea in the first place. Uh, And if you are, you deserve to crash. But. No, no. But. For legal reasons, that is a joke. Yeah. For legal reasons, that was fully a joke. If you allow me to finish my sentence, that would be Okay. Airplane mode. (laughs) Go ahead. I am a pilot. Uh Uh-huh. I am on short final towards a runway. Uh-huh. Airplane mode is enabled on my phone. Wi-Fi, but I have Wi-Fi enabled with Wi-Fi calling tied back to my carrier. Uh-huh. You can still get Wea through that. Okay, I well, so at that um, point... No, 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 hear, at, hear me out. At that point, your plane crashes, but you crash into the tornado, and it saves everyone else from the tornado. It stops the <laughs> no, tornado, oh everyone God. else is saved. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that Gabe. point, the Wea saved you from the tornado. Uh, Actually, Gabe. I'm pretty sure I can elaborate on that, because I'm pretty sure when you are a pilot, you're not um, allowed to have any communication standards on on your cellular device. Yeah. Probably except for Bluetooth, I don't know. Um, here, no. Here's... No? Really? Because you're, you're, you're closer can, to the electronics. Oh, um, true, true, no. true. Uh, flight pads. Flight pads are normally cellular um, enabled, connected to the plane's Wi-Fi. Flight pads uh, um, do not have way do not have Wii enabled. Yep, because even if even um, if they are cellular models, how do, you know they that? do not support um, Wii because, because, because they're only supported on phones. I, I follow a lot of uh, they they run like custom custom freaking OSs that are normally not the ones that I've seen. No, I'm, sure? I think what Gabe I've is. I think, I think been, what Gabe is talking about is think of like an iPad Mini on I'm, cellular yeah, running. Like they're literally like they're running like like I've literally seen them run iPads and like Nexus Sevens. Huh. Well, in that case, iPads and about, Nexus don't about, support. I'm not Wea. talking about the planes in. I'm not talking about the planes. Planes the actual, avionics. The avionics. I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I'm talking about the thing that they keep their that they keep on the side to look at their flight plan without having to dig into the FMC. Um. That doesn't have Wii support. Yeah, well, the FMC doesn't have Wii support. Yeah, no shit. Disable Wii on it. I'm talking about the iPads. Even though they are cellular, they are not required to have Wii. Well, what if um, I'm not using an iPad? iPad well, or Android equivalents. Um, okay, we all know the real question here. Can I get Wii? On my my Tinker Toys leap pad, please. Can I get can I get Wea on that? <laughs> well, uh, Gabe, that in in my experience, they're not constantly looking at their flight pad, and normally whenever they no. are looking at their flight pad, I think they're going to be clicking more buttons than the okay. That's going to take them two seconds. Yeah, okay. if yeah, you're a pilot, also, you should be trained, and also you shouldn't be getting that anyway. Yeah. yeah, and it's not going to startle them either because they have their. Uh, they're uh, they are literally in a jet. Literally <laughs> For legal a jet, reasons, and they have noise canceling headphones on to talk to ATC. For legal reasons, this is a joke. But until it kills someone, I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I don't think it's gonna kill anyone anytime yeah. soon. Anytime soon. The only the only reason what that if that can cut. Start sending Wii demos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, um, T-Mobile. Um, that's well, here, a problem. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's an FCC violation. <laughs> well, here, yeah. Here's the thing. That would actually what if say. Team, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just what if you are T-Mobile and have an insatiable, un like unending boner an to annoy every single one of your thirst. customers? Uh, then I guess you lose your customers and also lose well, a couple lives, maybe. 
here, here's the thing. That that mode Wait. would save your ass because basically now you don't have to click OK to make it go away. It will only play the Wii Tone once, and it shows up as a notification, and it's just a notification you just you dismiss. You don't have full screen takeover that will keep playing the Wii Tone until you click OK. Okay, well I think that's subjective on what kind of phone you have. iPhones never have had full screen takeover for Wii. Yeah, they're always yep. normal notifications. Androids, just with, a- with, Androids with, have it. To yeah, be fair, yeah, they like on the iPhone side. I think it's, they don't it's, swipe a noti- out. it's a normal notification. They don't. They they're they're considered. So I don't know if you're familiar with how the Apple notification system works. There's no notifications. There is the banner alerts, which automatically and dismiss. Persistent, and then there's right? alert, no, a, like alert slash persistent. And that yeah. like those are the ones like where like you have like an alarm clock. You have to do something with it. It doesn't fully take, well, like, you can still do other stuff. It just sits at the top of your screen. Yeah, it just sits at the top. It's a notification well, that just doesn't dismiss okay. itself. I thought I thought the freaking iPhone Wii was, like, the it full screen, and it's a box in the middle that you have to click OK. Nope, that's no, Android. That, that was, that was, that was actually Android. on, like, old iPhone. Well, yeah, that was, like, iPhone. The last was, like, iPhone iOS I had. 5, I think. Yeah, that, that was, like, no, I, that was, like, Anna, iOS you 5. haven't had an iPhone since you I have legitimately born, not touched a, a newer iPhone since, like, the iPhone the, six, yeah, like the six. Did you, did you just get another one, game? No, no, this is my history. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I don't think I've gotten any Wii on this new phone. I have received one Wii on my iPhone thirteen, I think, and that I was received uh, quite a few. That was an These Amber are, Alert. I, um, I have received a grand total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on this Jeez. phone. One, wow. two, but three, anyways, four, think... four of them. Were thanks to T-Mobile. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I th- I think that this um, is a good time to wrap it up. Just let it settle with the listeners, so they can get their own opinions. On uh, this. okay, yeah. that that's not disconcerting. Uh, new topic for next time. Uh, why is Android by default keeping extreme threats off? Oh God, what? Yeah, I have not touched my Wii settings. I went into my Wii settings, and extreme and severe threats were off. What? That's we the will default have to settings. Touch on that. We will have to we're, touch we're on that. We're gonna have to look into yeah. this look, off air. Look, look. Yeah. Wow. So Anna's showing her. Or, oh wait, right, hold on. Right I, I bumped it with my finger. It, it was like that whenever I went into the menu. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So Anna's showing her. her so yeah, we're gonna right dig into that. Where this is gonna be a follow up for the next episode. So expect that in the next episode. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we hope we hope you enjoyed expect listening to the ERN podcast. This is the longest episode we've ever recorded, but also one hour and forty minutes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still think the best was the analogs, the analog index uh, episode. When you're done with this, if you Why? want something to listen to, listen to the uh, analog yeah, one. The analog index episode. We went really deep into like easy horror stories, and it was great. Yeah, <laughs> go to, go listen to that one if you want another episode. If you if you haven't fallen asleep yet. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, it, guys, yeah, just if you're liking what you're hearing in general, you can subscribe and get future episodes. Yeah. yeah. Also, and we and we have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah it's do. Quest, Quest, Pod. Go and podcast like this. Yep, this episode the, the videos, there. the videos are uploaded uh, roughly about the same time that uh, RSS feeds pull it. Um, yep. Hey, Cam, when are we actually having a, a proper video podcast? Uh, when Riverside decides to not tell people that don't use specifically Chrome to fuck off. Yeah. And when Marley gets a better computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, Cam puts a quite a bit of processing on here, but maybe sometimes you can hear it. I have like hey. ten fans running on this computer right now at no jet speed. Riverside. Riverside has some pretty strong noise. Who wants? Who wants yeah. to hear my network switch? <laughs> hey. Oh, speaking of which, hey Cam.
This is the stuff you don't hear. Hey, Cam. Um, Idea. Whenever you're making, whenever you're going through and editing this, um, we should make a a bleeped version that all fucks and shits are bleeped. So um, we... Well, (laughs) You mean all all fucks and shits? Yeah, here's the thing. I'm saying do that, and then, you know, I might be able to coerce WXRW to play it on the air. Oh my god. Well, not that would be cool, okay, right? That would be okay. cool. That tell would be me, so cool. You know what? You know what? Tell, tell you what. If you can coerce them to do it, then maybe I will spend the time and bleep it all out. If you can somehow Marley, you don't even ha- Marley, you don't even have a powerful enough computer to probably I open Audacity. Audacity. <laughs> <sighs> uh, tell yeah, you so what, if you can convince them, I'll do it. Well, but yeah, so how I'll use yeah, iMovie. <laughs> but yeah, Marley, all the Marley, all the raw files are on the est- on on the Amazon bucket. Yep. So hey, um, here here's one thing. My freaking studio manager has literally asked me if I wanted to do a podcast here before. So if I tell and him, here hey, you are doing one. <laughs> hey, I already have a podcast. That we're yeah, that this we is my podcast. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we we are okay. I have a podcast to give to them. You're yeah. you're a producer of a. Podcast. Tell you what, yeah. let me know. Let me know if they want it. I'll bleep it for you. Um, yeah, so I think this is a greatest time as any eh. to just to wrap things up here. So yeah, I, we hope you enjoyed this. If you're hey. interested in getting more episodes, you can subscribe on literally any podcast platform. WAC Technologies. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Hey Cam. All right. If, thank you for listening. Hey Cam, if you're gonna do yeah. that, fuck shit, motherfucker. God damn it. all right have a good time have a good night day wherever you are thank you for listening and this has been the guest erm podcast bye